This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Um, right now, taking it one step at a time, literally, um, working out, trying to work out or do different things that I can. They have me doing different movements on the all 2G and different leg extensions. So, again, I'm getting better every day, and that's, you know, the what everybody wants to hear, I think. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Yeah, um, I saw the whole collision, just exactly what Coach Mulkey said. Um, both players going up for a loose ball or a pass, did not see each other running full speed. Moon's forehead looks like it hit the right side of Dee's hip, uh, where you would typically see a hip pointer. That was actually one of Dee's complaints was a right hip hurt just from the bruise from uh, from Moon's head. I'm feeling much better today than I was a week ago. Um, and like I said, getting better every day. So that's a good sign. I'm ready to be out there with my girls and just, just play ball. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. I think we need to take these masks off so y'all see their beautiful smiles and their happiness. These are athletes. These are the elite of the elite that had a terrible collision midair. And they play the game the right way. Uh, they play so hard. They're so valuable to our team. Uh, I can tell you what Dee and I would ask for fans and everybody, just pray, just pray. And um, because uh, you can't rush time, you can't, we don't know if she'll wake up tomorrow, next week, next month. We don't know, but we're going to do everything in our power to get Dee Dee back to being Dee Dee off the floor, walking and doing things that she's used to doing before we even think about basketball. Now here's the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris and Garrett Ross. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Beautiful day getting going here in Central Texas. Beautiful weather, coolish this morning, but going to warm up to the uh, mid-70s, I think. Very, very nice weather for the first week of November. Welcome in uh, women's basketball in the open. A press conference yesterday via Zoom with Coach Kim Mulkey, with Moon Erson, with Dee Dee Richards, and Alex Olson. Alex is the uh, trainer for Baylor women's basketball. Uh, and that press conference to address the, uh, the injury that uh, Moon and Dee Dee are working their way back from. And uh, I, I, I was very impressed, number one, that they did this, you know, just kind of put, put everybody out there and open it up for questions from the media. Uh, obviously, there's nothing to hide, right. but to, uh, you know, to put them out there and let them uh, answer any questions that were asked. It was very open of, uh, of Baylor women's basketball. And, uh, you know, it's it's a good prognosis, you know, but uh, there are some questions still as to when uh, Dee Dee and Moon will be back on the floor. I think the most important thing is both are in good spirits right now, and I think that's a very positive sign. And I like the idea of getting out there, getting in front of this, and this kind of stems going forward with all the questions being geared toward these two players, right? We can focus on basketball in that's general yeah. and going on. and. As long as they're making progress, that's the most important thing. And, you know, it's 
they'll be out there eventually. Yeah. So what this goes back to was a collision those two had in practice. And Coach Mulkey was was telling me about it. I was over there yesterday uh, shooting something else with her, and she was explaining how it happened. It was just a really a fluke injury with these two. They, they collided with each other going after a ball. And uh, and Moon was was out with a concussion. I mean, very quickly you could tell, mm-hmm. you know, that was her situation. But Dee Dee's was was different, and uh, you know, it really took Alex and then the doctors a while, uh, a little bit to to diagnose what it was with her. And the official term is a spinal cord injury without radiographic abnormality. This is a shock to the spinal cord that causes temporary impairment. And uh, uh, she's working her way back from that. And, and like you said, good spirits for right. both of them, which is, which is really good to see. And really what you'd expect with Dee Dee and Moon. Oh, no doubt. And anytime you have any injury to the spinal cord where it limits your movement, yeah. that, that's, that's, very, that's very dangerous. And to know that she is moving now, I mean, that's, that's just great signs. That shows some progress and it gives hope that, you know, she'll be back in, in full force soon. But... You know, it's just one day at a time. That's all they can do is take it one day at a time. That's it. And Dee Dee said uh, literally one step at a time, yeah. too, for her. You know, it's one step at a time, and that's the approach. And certainly uh, we would covet your prayers for them for a complete uh, recovery for both those young ladies. Here's part of the press conference from yesterday. I believe it begins with Dee Dee uh, talking about uh, kind of where she is right now. Before... It was like, I couldn't feel, by the time I got to the hospital, it was from knees down. I was kind of numb still. And leaving the hospital, I was able to get up and walk with, you know, some support or whatever. But it was a gradual change. Like, as it was so fast that it was kind of reassuring that I'll be back quickly, you know? So I leave the hospital and now I'm going through rehab. And today I'm doing a lot more movement. My walk is looking a lot better. I'm still needing some support in some way, but um, every day is getting easier, so I'm hoping, yes, there will be a season, and I'm letting everybody know that I will be playing this season. Alex can tell you from a medical standpoint, he took her to what doctor to see and just give people what y'all were told, Alex. Sure. Um, we saw several doctors here locally. We also took her to a neurologist in Dallas, uh, Dr. Alan Martin, did a full uh, head-to-toe evaluation of Dee last Wednesday. Um, you know, the prognosis is good, um, that Dee young, she's healthy, that there were no abnormalities in any of the scans, and we've done multiple scans from head to toe on Dee So that's all really good news and encouraging, along with the fact that every day she's progressing and getting better. You know, the timeline, we don't know. Um, it just goes literally by how she's feeling. And so we're all optimistic that she can come back this year, but there's you know, there's no guarantees that's going to happen. We just take it as fast as she can go. Dee Dee probably in the back of her mind goes, you know, I've got another year, no matter how slow or how fast it takes me. But really, at this point, from my perspective as a mother first, it's just not about basketball for me. And while I know it's Dee Dee's identity, it really isn't Dee Dee's identity. Dee Dee has so much to offer that uh, I just want her walking. I want her, as she said, strutting like she does. I want her prissing. I want her dancing. I want her doing all the things Dee Dee does in life away from basketball. And certainly basketball is her goal and should be her goal. And no one has told her it, sh- it any differently. But as a mother, you just, 
see a young person and go, how in the world did that collision create this in her legs? So there's a portion of that uh, Zoom press conference yesterday. You heard from Dee Dee, Coach Kim Mulkey, and Alex Olson about the situation. Uh, Moon is working through uh, concussion protocol now as well. And not that that is any less serious mm-hmm. than what Dee Dee's going through. But uh, Moon's prognosis, I think they'll have a better idea on the timetable for her to uh, possibly be back. But uh, but the question right now is Kim very well articulated. You know, they, she cares about these two as people, you know, not as basketball players, number one, but as people to be back and uh, be healthy and uh, functioning human beings before, you know, she thinks of them as basketball players on her court. Which is really important to me. You know, I don't, from a national standpoint, Dee Dee is known as, well, Dee Dee the basketball star, but she is. I mean, she's a person yeah. and. Whether she goes on to the WNBA or not, that's limited. Basketball is limited in her lifetime. So getting her mobile and making sure she can function in day-to-day life is is the most important thing. Yeah, that's the right approach, too. You know, you can appreciate that from Coach Mulkey. So a portion of that uh, Zoom press conference from yesterday with those two, women's basketball scheduled to open the season on November 25th. That's uh, that's three weeks from tomorrow, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, countdown here to the start of basketball season. Baylor men and women scheduled to open on November 25th. All right, we're off and running on this Tuesday morning. Mornings, take a break, uh, get a check of weather, have more, and then we'll be back. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio, brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Lots of sunshine on this election day. No weather problems, not only here, but across the country. We're looking pretty quiet. Highs right here in Central Texas, topping out at 76 degrees. It'll be clear tonight, very comfortable. We drop to 46 and mostly sunny tomorrow, slightly warmer with a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. 
Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Snap back, looks right, looks again. Only heard here. Throws a deep sideline, caught. And Amari Cooper has a first down up to the 45-yard line. All season. Am I not correct that that's Ben DiNucci's first professional completion? Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center to discuss the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from 2.5 to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, and boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole-shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center, Mercury Outboards, Go boldly. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning, brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. You can reach Amanda at 254-495-0338 or just Google her name, Amanda Cunningham Realtor. Go to her Facebook page, her website, get all the contact information and uh, plenty more there. That's Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. So we talked about this yesterday. I think I asked you if uh, the time change over the weekend uh, affected your son or your family or your uh, well-being in any way. (laughs) And you thought, not really. I I think at our house, it's affected our dogs more than anything. Really? And they're they're getting up. I mean, their body clock, they don't know about a time change. So their body clock is get up at the same time they normally get up. Which you know would be six thirty or so, mm-hmm. but that would be now five thirty hard yeah. time. So Terry and I have been struggling the last couple of days with the dogs being uh, kind of off off a normal schedule for them. It definitely caught up with my son last night. It did, yeah, because he usually <laughs> goes to bed. I don't know, like seven thirty or eight thirty, just depends. Well, my wife sends me a, a message while I'm up here doing uh, game time, and it's like six or it's almost six o'clock. And he's passing out. Oh, at six o'clock. Yeah, so he was he was done, and then so he had him a good little hour nap, yeah. which made going bit to bed last night 
a task. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That throws that off. It threw it? it off. There, I <laughs> yep. I can see that for sure. Uh, we had uh, Truett had a t-ball game last night, uh-huh. and it started at five thirty. Thank goodness it started at five thirty. By the time it finished, it was dark. Right. And we were driving home, and it was six thirty, and it just seemed like so much later. <laughs> I know we did. We say this every year, but it just takes a while to get used to that. Uh, getting light earlier in the morning, but gets dark way earlier at night. Yeah, it was really weird leaving here last night and getting out of the studio and it's <laughs> in the dark, dark and, <laughs> you know you get home and it, it just it it felt so much later than it, you know it needed to be and yeah it's definitely an adjustment and i i just wish they would go back and just say you know what let's just put it into this i know i and, know let's go back to the time before this one right you know sure and there's a push for that uh, i guess not enough to make it happen but there's a push you know to say why do we why do we do this anymore i mean we it made sense when it started but right. does it really make sense anymore i feel like arizona there's four states okay. there's four there's states four of them. arizona indiana uh not sure what the other two are that don't change and they've kind of taken it upon themselves so i guess that means texas could if we wanted to you know do the same thing and say hey we're not going to change when everybody else changes time zones well i really wish they would because yeah. this is ridiculous I, mean, I, like I, said, I, I didn't know there was four but that that's I mean, just make the change. Yeah. Just make and it I, stop. I said time zone. It's not time zones. That's not going to change. But just the daylight savings right. time. That's what I'm talking about. So, I don't know. We'll get used to it. And as soon as we do, it's going to change again. <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> At least this was the one where we got an extra hour. Exactly. Uh, you know, got an hour back uh, overnight on Saturday. So, made for a nice long Sunday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> All right. Uh, football, we're headed to uh, Ames to play Iowa State on Saturday. Uh, John Walters will be with us on the radio show tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to ask him if this is Indian Summer Week in okay. Ames because the weather there. I mean, it's got to be, they got to be loving it there. 70s, uh, low 70s in, in November in Ames. That's pretty good. That's pretty unusual, you know. It's it, got to be. And then, like you said, but, you know, reality's going to set in on them a few <laughs> days <next> later. Week, <laughs> snow, <laughs> a week from today, uh, high of, what, 41 and snow one week from today. That's wild. It's predicted in Ames. <laughs> so that's uh, an evening game on Saturday, 6 p.m., Kickoff will be on the air at 4 p.m. from Ames with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television is on FS1 on Saturday. Uh, the other games, uh, Oklahoma State at Kansas State is a 3 p.m. game on Fox. That's a biggie in the league. All of them are big. Texas Tech at TCU, 2.30 on FS1. Kansas at 19th ranked Oklahoma, 2.30 on ESPN2. And the early game, West Virginia at now 22nd ranked Texas at 11 a.m. That's on ABC. So uh, the, the polls for this week are out. Oklahoma State drops from 6 to 14. They're 14th. Um, who is 17? Uh, Iowa State is 17th in the nation. Oklahoma is up five spots to 19th. And Texas is back in the poll. They're number 22 this week after their win in Stillwater over Oklahoma State. That makes sense. You know, it's good to see those teams back in the mix. I'm interested to see which team responds this week in that Kansas State-Oklahoma State matchup after coming off of losses. I know Kansas State has done it once this season, but, you know, I think that's a really key game. And now, I mean, the Big 12 seems like it's up for grabs at this point, where last week it was... Oklahoma State and everybody else. Yeah, exactly. First place tie right now between K State and Iowa State. They're four and one in the conference. Oklahoma 
what did I say? Iowa State and Kansas State mm-hmm. are four and one. Oklahoma State is three and one, and then uh, Oklahoma and Texas and West Virginia are three and two. So tightly bunched there, which you think, hey, that's great. It's gonna right. be some great games, but nationally. The narrative right now is, all right, Big 12 doesn't have anybody good enough to be in the college football playoff. So, uh, you know, Oklahoma State was was kind of the banner carrier uh, for the last couple of weeks, really the highest ranked team uh, up to number six in mm-hmm. the nation, undefeated. Uh, but then they got, uh, you know, got it handed to them by Texas in overtime. So, unfortunately, nationally, Big 12 not getting a lot of respect right now. Yeah, they're going to have to – it's going to be a task to work your way up. I, I really don't know how it's going to shake out. I think, to me, right now, looking at the Big 12, I feel like Oklahoma's the hottest team. Yeah. I feel like they're starting to get things rolling. But, yeah, it's going to be difficult for any team to get into that Final Four. Yeah. So, uh, you never know. There's a lot of games yet to be played. Yeah. A lot of games to be played. Pac-12 is starting this week, yeah. right? Pac-12 has a schedule of games. Oh, and I noticed this on a, a promo on Fox, mm-hmm. uh, either yesterday or over the weekend. We, we mentioned this last year that this was a possibility, and it's going to happen starting this Saturday. The Pac-12, and I can't remember which game it is. I think it involves USC, has a game that will kick off at noon Eastern. Noon Eastern. What is that? Pacific Nine. time? 9 a.m. Pacific time. 9 a.m. They're going to kick off, and it's all just to get TV and to get in that noon Eastern time window and we mentioned this uh, last year that mm-hmm. they were floating that as a possibility, and sure enough, that's going to happen. So 9 a.m. Pacific time kickoff. You think about pregame meal for right. those guys, usually four hours before. So that's 5 a.m. So you're getting them up, you know, an hour before that, uh, maybe an hour, maybe 30 minutes. But they're getting up at 4 or 4.30 a.m. to have a normal pregame meal, you know, four hours out. Right. You're, you're going to the stadium at 6.30 or 7. You're doing pregame. Isn't that crazy? It really is. I'm sitting here trying to think. It seems like if you're one of those teams and you're you're in that time slot, you would have to approach practice totally different that yeah, week. Yeah, that's just right. Just to get your body adjusted. That's a good point, yeah. Almost flip your schedule. Yeah. You know, to practice early every morning, get them in bed earlier if you can do that, which is hard to do for college guys. Yeah. But it's a 9 a.m. kickoff this Saturday for uh, at least one of those Pac-12 games. That's going to be very difficult, but, you know, you, you definitely understand where they're coming from because we always talk about they're the forgotten conference. It's hey. Big 12 at night. Yeah. I mean, uh, Pac-12 at night. So, it, I mean, it, it, we'll see how it shakes out. Exactly. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, you, you can see what they're trying to do and just trying to get some, uh, you know, some TV coverage, mm-hmm. some eyes on them. And, hey, don't forget about us out here in the Pacific time zone. It kind of feels like they, they've gotten – it seems like with, with USC not being, you know, up in the mix, yeah. they've kind of gotten lost. Yeah. You know, and you've had Oregon do some things and Washington had a few good teams. But it's like if USC is not involved, they're just – it doesn't matter. It's a good point. Yeah. So uh, how about that? 9 a.m. So if you want to go tailgating out there at one of those games, maybe you can't because of uh, right. COVID. But if you were tailgating, you'd be tailgating at 7 a.m. That's insane. <laughs> Pacific time. So do you like like it's, at that point, I guess you don't like lay out some ribs or something. You just make a big spread <laughs> of breakfast. <laughs> yes. It would have to be breakfast items. Funny. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, Paul Johnson will join us. Baylor soccer coach. 
Believe it or not, they have one game remaining in the fall portion of their schedule. And let's make that point. This is the fall portion of their schedule. There will be a spring schedule as well for Baylor soccer. But uh, we'll visit with Coach about that. They've got a home match coming up on Friday evening. Talk to Coach Jobson about that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South. They're on the web at Marineland Waco Yama. Yamaha.com. You can shop in person, yes, in the boatyard there at uh, Marineland, or you can handle everything remotely. Marineland Waco Yamaha.com. You can sign the papers, you can uh, do the do the deal, and they'll deliver it to you, and it's all completely remote. Check out that uh, those options. Uh, go in person to Marineland Boating Center, I-35, Loop 340 South, or on the web at Marineland Waco Yamaha.com. Baylor football on the road this week headed to Ames, Iowa to take on Iowa State. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Bears, Cyclones, this Saturday from Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. For 75 years, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, bench posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more of Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and at CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda met with the media on Monday to talk about the Bears' loss to TCU and look forward to this week's game versus Iowa State. I asked Coach Aranda about quarterback Charlie Brewer and if he believed he still gave the Bears the best opportunity to win on Saturdays. There's a lot of positive with Charlie in that second half. We've got to get it to where we're playing a complete game and uh, Charlie's being Charlie. In speaking to him, his confidence is there. His want to uh, perform at a real high level for the offense as for his teammates is very high. You know, I feel a great responsibility to uh, do what I can to give him that opportunity. Baylor vs. Iowa State is Saturday at 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our visit with Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Here's the voice of the Bears with Coach Jobson. Back with us, John Morris Show. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio and pleased to be joined by Baylor soccer coach Paul Johnson with us this morning. And uh, coach, where is the season gone? <laughs> it seems like, yeah. I don't know how you feel about it, but man, it seems like it has flown by with your last uh, last match for the fall coming up this Friday. Well, yeah, I mean, it's crazy, Jamie, because we, you know, we were on a call with the Big 12 head coaches yesterday and we were just saying, man, in, in August, we'd have, we'd have been, you know, we thought that November was, you know, 10 years away. And, <laughs> right. and now we're here. And, you know, in a normal non-COVID year, we would be heading to uh, the Big 12 tournament this week and preparing for that. So we'd be close to the end of the season. But for some reason, uh, it feels like we had a, a long buildup and then a really quick sprint to the end. Yeah. And uh, things, uh, it seems like, have gone very well. Uh, do you agree? I mean, the protocols that are in place, travel and everything, wasn't easy, but it seems like it's gone pretty smoothly. Yeah, I think where we, you know, we, we made up some, some ground and not having to play two games in a week, yeah. I think that everything – uh, COVID uh, kind of put the extra stressors on there. You're right, it wasn't easy in, in that regard, uh, but really, really proud of Baylor and, and, and the Big 12 and how they put together the protocol so that we could we could play a nine-game season and we could play a conference schedule because um, there are obviously some conferences out there that, that aren't that fortunate. So we, we were happy to have that stressor if that meant that's what we need to do to play. And let's make the point, this, this match against Oklahoma State this, uh, this Friday at home is, uh, is the last of the fall, or it's Oklahoma, not Oklahoma State. Right. Uh, but this is the last match for the fall schedule, and then you're going to have uh, some, score, some sort of spring schedule also. Yeah, the way we've kind of broken it up is we've just put it into segments. So we're saying, hey, this is the end of this this segment, and we're going to go off for a little a little break and, and fine tune some things on their on their own and maintain fitness and come back and finish it out in the spring, uh, where we'll play what looks like a non conference schedule. A lot of things are still kind of up in the air, but uh, it looks like we're going to be able to play some games and give our give ourselves an opportunity to hopefully compete in an NCAA championship uh, early summer. Coach, I've got a lot of you got twenty three shots on goal on Saturday against uh, Texas. How do you get? How do you go about trying to? I guess you can't really, but how do you get them 
How do you make those goals? I, mean, I don't know how to put that. <laughs> hey, when you figure that out, let me know. I know. I'm sitting there trying to think, like, how do you do that? that? Like, that's the question. You know, sometimes that's just the way the game goes. You know, we had some great opportunities, and, and you know, that their goalkeeper makes some big saves, and sometimes things just don't go your way. And, you know, when you're in a sport where it's, you know, games are determined by, you know, inches uh, of goals and not, you know, you know, hundreds of points or whatever, but uh, it, it's tough. And, uh so, yeah, I mean, I think that sometimes luck goes your way and uh, sometimes it doesn't. So I think that that's kind of what we ran into against Texas. I thought we were the, the better team for the majority of that game. And unfortunate minute, I've, I've been calling it, is that we you know, we missed a penalty kick. And then I think kind of the shock of it, they had a goal kick, went down the field and scored a goal right after. Uh, and then we just we weren't able to put the ball in the back of their net. So kind of an unfortunate minute that kind of set us back and allowed them to defend a bit. Um and at home, you know, they were at home. Being on the road is always tough, too. But, you know, we've got a young group, and the last piece to always come is finishing and scoring goals, and that's what we've been talking about all year. But I'm uh, really happy with our defense and how hard we're playing and the opportunities we're getting on the attack uh, at some point are going to fall, and we're going to score a lot of goals. In those penalty kick situations, is there more pressure on the goalie or the kicker, or is it just about even? There's way more pressure on the kicker because, really, the, the goalkeeper, you know, the percentage, I think, is like 90% chance that the kicker is going to make it. So the goalkeeper is just there like, hey, I'm going to give it my best shot, and, you know, it's up to you to put it in, basically. So pressure is on the kicker, um, and it's it's tough. I mean, it's a, you know, all of a sudden that goal that looked really big all of a sudden looks really, really small. <laughs> Paul Jobson with us and guest uh, this morning, uh, John Morris Show, Coach Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. Can I go back to the, the spring schedule? If y'all met or talked as coaches yesterday, what, uh, how much of that has taken shape, or is that still yet to be determined? Still a lot to be determined. You know, I mean, the, obviously our, our winter sports and spring sports are going to take some precedent, obviously because they're, uh, you know, they're the they're the in season sports, and we want to make sure that they get in what you know what we were able to get in for the fall and. But at the same time, trying to make sure that we know, you know, when the start dates are going to be, you know, whether that you know, the NCAA is going to allow us to start the 1st of February, but I think the Big 12 is going to push that back to March 1st and then trying to figure out, okay, who else is playing and who else can you, you know, get on your schedule that's not maybe in their conference season. So there'll be some difficulty probably finding some some games during that time, but really a lot up in the air. And then you're trying to find the best way to build your resume so that you can, you know, we're not going to get to automatic uh, qualifier, so we've got to find a way to get a bid into the tournament. So we've got to build a, a tough schedule uh, on a, a limited amount of teams, probably. How will y'all treat these next couple of months, like a, as an off season? How will that go? Well, I think it's going to be great because uh, it's going to give us some training for for what a summer looks like for some of our freshmen who haven't been through a you know a summer break, where they've got you know eight weeks on their own and they'll have a plan. Uh, to, to stay fit and to kind of sharpen some things uh, to come back ready to compete. So it'll kind of be a, a good practice for them when they, you know, when the spring is over and we head through the, the couple of summer months to prepare for next fall. Cause I think that's one thing that we're kind of forgetting about is that, Hey, we're going to play the spring schedule and then they're going to have a quick summer and we'll be right back at it again in the fall. Yeah. So uh, in some ways there's some advantages to that. Um, and I think it's a great learning opportunity for our young players um, to be prepared for that season as well. Will you play any conference games in the spring, or will it be all non-conference, or do you know yet? Well, we may we may end up having to play some conference teams just, just to be able to get games. Now, they okay. won't count. Obviously, our conference season is, is right now, so they won't count you know, technically conference games, but we may play, play some conference opponents 
um, just to make sure that we can get some games in and some quality games because we know for sure the Big 12 teams, uh, we're all looking for games, and if we need to play each other to play games, and that's what we'll end up doing. Gotcha. And Krista tells me uh, soccer gets 20 competition days annually. That's that's over a calendar year. You'll use nine of those here in the fall, so that leaves you 11, right? You could play as many as 11 games in the spring? Yeah, we, we, we'd be allowed to play 11. Um, I think the, the number of weeks we have will make it difficult to get that in from a safety perspective of number of games that we wanted to play, but the key will be, can we find quality games, um, get some wins, and build a resume that can get us into the NCAA tournament? So the exact number of games that we're going to need to play is probably still out there. Trying to figure out, you know, can we keep to one game in a weekend just from a health perspective? Or are we going to have to double up on some weekends to get in some extra games so that we can get the resume we need to get into that tournament? Are y'all going to, as far as trying to find teams, are you going to try to look in, you know, I know in-state, Texas, obviously you can play in the state here and other states in the Big 12, but are you going to be able to play teams out west or, or how does that shake out? No, I mean, we're looking to try to keep it somewhat regional just from a, you know, budget perspective and just, you know, all things COVID, you know, we're still going to be dealing with that, I'm sure. And so, but the fortunate thing we have here in Texas is that we've got a lot of teams within a really a driving distance uh, that where we can get quality opponents. So I was kind of going through some numbers the other day, and I think we could get, you know, I've got 22 opponents within driving distance that, that I that I can select from that hopefully we can have enough that also schedules matchup that we can play. I know there's some teams out there that aren't as fortunate regionally, but we're really fortunate where we are. Hey, there you go. That's good. That's a lot of that's a lot of good options, mm-hmm. you know, within yeah. the region. All right, uh, Oklahoma coming in. It's Friday. It's five o'clock. Let's make that note. Five o'clock on Friday. Uh, you've got that great uh, shutout string at home going over a calendar year. Let's don't dwell on that. I'll mention it once, but uh, I don't want to dwell on that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, let's not uh, let's not overhype that. Right, let's talk right. about it when the game's over. Right. <laughs> We've continued that streak, but I feel really good about our defense. But I think that you know what would help our defense is if we could know that we can give up a goal now and again because we're scoring a lot of goals. And I think that that's where we are as a as a team. Is that defensively we're solid from you know from back to front, um, and we're getting some quality scoring opportunities. But yeah, I mean, we we love we love defense. We're going to be a defense first minded team, and uh, obviously we're going to this game hoping for another shutout and uh give us a scouting report on oklahoma a rebuilding you know they are you know you're going to look at the records and they they you know they don't have a victory uh so far They're, they've got a couple of games in hand just because they had the covid bug early so they've got a couple more games to play after after this weekend when we're, we're actually done so they've got a few more games but the new coach new staff kind of building some things together and i think i said this before the uh Kansas State game is that you know you don't want to be the team that you know that they find a breakthrough on so that's what we're we've got to be ready for there's no weak teams in this conference um, even looking at Kansas State you know they had been blown out by Texas seven to nothing and then came in gave us a good game and we won 4-0 but they turned around two days later had to play uh, TCU who's probably going to win the league this year um, and took them to overtime wow. so you know, Oklahoma is a similar team where they've got some dangerous players and, you know, you hope that they don't start to peak uh, at your place. So we've got to be ready um, for a, a, an, a, an opponent that's hungry to hungry for a win. We always say, you know, dying dogs bite. So you got to be careful. Mm, that's good. Should be great weather uh, on Friday also. I mean, we're talking about the first week in November, but uh, should be spectacular weather-wise. 
Oh yeah, we're looking forward to that. We've had some great, uh, great weather the last couple of days, and that just uh, great, you know, fall weather. Maybe you could bring out your soccer scarf, you know, maybe a little bit you know, late at night when the sun goes down. But yeah. it is going down earlier now. But uh, five o'clock game, we're looking forward to just being back at Betty Lou one more time and uh, finishing up this segment of our season. Very nice. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Go feed that dog, and uh, <laughs> and we'll see you for the uh, coaches show tomorrow night. Also. Awesome. Sounds good. Appreciate you. you guys. All right. Thanks very much. That's Paul Johnson, Baylor soccer coach. He will be our guest, uh, one of our guests on the Baylor Coaches Show tomorrow night. We won't be at Rudy's this week, radio only, but tomorrow night, uh, 6 to 7 p.m., you'll hear from Coach Dave Aranda talking Baylor football. Then you'll hear from Coach Paul Jobson take, talking football. So that's the show. That's the lineup for tomorrow. And always appreciate uh, our time we have with Coach Jobson. Five, five o'clock Friday at the Lou, Betty Lou Mays Field for Baylor and Oklahoma to close uh, the fall portion of their schedule. You know, it's, it's so different, you know, but it's, it, it's not the end of the season. Right. I mean, it's the end of the fall portion of their schedule. It's really weird. And I think, I think they're, they're very lucky to be where they're at because to have that many opponents that close, yeah. you know, and especially when it's going to be so hard to find people, you know, and I, we talk about it in football all the time and, you know, having those in-state games, I think it's good for both programs. So it's going to be nice to see who they can line up. It's true. And with a spring schedule, like he said, revenue or, or budget wise and everything, you know, you'd want to find somebody mm-hmm. close. You wouldn't want to fly to Oregon or something right. like that. So uh, it makes a lot of sense to uh to schedule regionally and sounds like that's what they're thinking about for the spring all right thanks to coach Jobson. uh let's take a break back with more in just a moment john morris show brought to you in part by pioneer steel and pipe serving central texas since 1943 pioneer steel and pipe has had the same ownership same family operated business covering four generations how rare is that in today's business environment. Well, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor. How about this? If you're building a metal building or a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas, and they'd be happy to point you in the right direction. So for all your uh, metal, steel, pipe needs, they deliver and unload Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Waco and Bryan. In Waco, it's 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturdays, 8 to noon, and they're open 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two-for-$28 meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. 
Go to wingsandtemple.com for the menu. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Incomas Bank wishes the Mart Panthers, head coach Kevin Hoffman, and all the Panther fans a successful football season. If you're tired of feeling blocked by your bank, you need Incomas Bank on your team. You'll be met by a handshake and a banker who will help you score that new car or boat or the dream house you've been wanting. Turn what you want or need into a reality. That's what they do best. Good credit, no credit, or something in between. InCommons Bank can help you get what you want. 714 East Texas Avenue in Mark. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis's personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda met with the media on Monday to talk about the Bears' loss to TCU and look forward to this week's game versus Iowa State. I asked Coach Aranda about quarterback Charlie Brewer and if he believed he still gave the Bears the best opportunity to win on Saturdays. There's a lot of positive with Charlie in the second half. We've got to get it to where we're playing a complete game and uh, Charlie's being Charlie. In speaking to him, his confidence is there. His want to uh, perform at a real high level for the offense as for his teammates is very high. You know, I feel a great responsibility to uh, do what I can to give him that opportunity. Baylor vs. Iowa State is Saturday at 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
John Morris Show continues on this Tuesday morning. Again, beautiful weather here in Central Texas. I Maybe I harp on it too much, but, man, it is nice right now. This is a great time of year, especially this week. Uh, you know, when it's cool in the mornings, it, it warms up. It's nice in the afternoon. I think it's going to hit 80 one day this week. Uh, but doesn't it seem like 80 in November is much more appreciated than 80 in uh, another part of the year? Oh, no doubt. Without a doubt. Because it's... You know, it, it gives you that little edge, but yeah. it's not miserably hot. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's it's a little nice. break from the cool. Right, right. So really nice uh, highs in the 70s most uh, every day this week. I think 80 by Thursday maybe it is. But uh, but just really, really nice weather here in Central Texas. Hey, we're brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. I love telling you about all the great things that are going on at the Baylor Club. Yesterday, uh, I gave you the uh, list of menu items uh, that are available on the Club Eats Garrett, which is the uh, meals to go, uh, and and th- those items that I gave you yesterday were mm-hmm. last week's items. Okay. So these are the ones, and tell me which one of these you'd ch- choose. Uh, these are the items available this week on the menu for Club Eats to go, meaning you order it, they fix it, mm-hmm. you come by, pick it up, and take it home. You can choose from Turkey Tetrazzini, okay. Baylor Club Chili, Honey Glazed Salmon, Eggplant Parmesan, and they've got the dessert box you can choose from, or the date night for two, steak dinner, uh, and that's uh, kind of speaks for itself. Steak dinner, salad, key lime pie for dessert. How about those options? Ooh, it would be either the steak or the chili for yeah, me. Yep, what about yep, you? Yep, yep. Doesn't that chili sound yeah, pretty it does. good? And this, this chili, it says club-made beef chili with Frito corn chips, diced onions, and jalapenos with a cheddar jack cheese blend. It sounds pretty good. I can do that, yeah. <laughs> actually. So those are the items that are available this week, and it changes week to week. The family-style meals to go, the club eats curbside uh, menus to go for the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Certainly, uh, they're open to uh, dine in. They've got the space opened up there in the Baylor Club, so you can be socially distanced and still enjoy the ambiance of being there and the atmosphere at the Baylor Club. And remember, Thanksgiving to go. They've got those meals available now. Uh, make your order now. I don't think I don't think they'll run out. I mean, I think they'll take orders right up till November 18th. Uh, but place your order now and be on that list and know mm-hmm. that your Thanksgiving dinner is taken care of by the Baylor Club. Then you'll pick it up on Wednesday the 25th. I think that's a really great option. It's a cool option. Really, really great is. option. So that's the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. If you have any questions about these, you'd like to uh, make a reservation, you'd like to uh, ask about membership uh, of the Baylor Club, call 254-710-8080. That's the main number, 254-710-8080. Or you can look on the web, get all these details and plenty more. There are upcoming events on the web at thebaylorclub.com. Thebaylorclub.com is the location for that. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. All right, let's look at some uh, some birthdays today, and uh, then we will move out of here, make, make room for OTB coming up uh, top of the hour. Mm, that is uh, off the bench with Stephen and with Garrett. It's Julie Bennett's birthday today. Happy birthday, Julie. Julie works with us, worked with us in athletic communications, retired a couple of years ago, but Julie's staying busy. 
I see her as the timeout coordinator at uh, volleyball matches is mm-hmm. where I've seen her lately. I think she'll probably uh, fill that role if she wants to for basketball games. So Julie's staying busy, but happy birthday to Julie Bennett. Miss seeing her in the hallways on a day-to-day basis, but great when uh, get to uh, get to see her working some of these games. Happy birthday to Julie. Uh, Addison uh, Rumbly just got married. It's Addison Railing now. It's it's Addison's birthday. Happy birthday to her in the Baylor Athletic Department. Uh, Trainer Reitmeyer's birthday is today, former Baylor baseball player. Happy birthday to to Trainer. Oh, it's Claire Bryan's birthday. Claire works with uh, uh, Baylor IMG, Baylor Mm -hmm. Bear Sports Properties. Does a terrific job uh, with uh, with us there. So happy birthday to Claire. Uh, Justin Cange's birthday is today. Justin's a Baylor grad. And um, looking on down the list, that's it. No, that's not it. I saved the best for last. Today is Q's yep. birthday, right? You that's thought I was going to miss that, didn't you? No, I knew you, got it. <laughs> I knew you had that one. Today is Q's birthday. So uh, you folks uh, load up to uh, to give Q a great birthday when he's on the air at noon today. So a uh, happy birthday to Q. Does great work here. And gosh, does he uh, put in put in the work for the station? No, yeah. he's What he does is words, don't, words can't express what Q does for the station. Yeah, yeah. I greatly appreciate him. And it, Obviously, a lot of people do. When you look at his desk, I mean, it's covered in there with yeah. with presents right now. So Yeah, that's cool. So happy birthday, Q. And uh, you can hear him on the air today at noon. Anybody to add to nope, the list? just Q. All right, very good. So uh, Q's birthday today. Happy birthday to everybody. Uh, that's Unnecessary Roughness that comes up today, noon to 3, with Q, Ward, and Stephen, preceded by Off the Bench with Stephen and Garrett. What do you guys have coming up from 10 to noon. We're going to have David Hellman join us at 10:30 from DallasCowboys.com just kind of get a lay of the land on what's going on up there and then at 11 we're going to have coach Dixon from Oglesby join us. He's got the Tigers at 8 and 1 this season with the opportunity to win a district championship on Friday, which would be their first one since 1984. Wow. When his uncle was the coach. Really? Yeah. How about that? So, that's what we have for uh off the bench that's a cool that's a great season going if they're eight and one yeah it is it's you know really surprising what he's been able to do over there in just one year so it's gonna be fun i should know this but i don't what's what's the mascot tigers tigers yeah Yeah. couldn't it couldn't be the rattlesnakes you know it probably should be yeah Uh, given yeah it probably should be yeah we'll we'll try to make a push for that (laughs) no don't don't be changing (laughs) don't be rewriting history there in oglesby but uh great season at eight and one so that's coming up on off the bench 10 to noon with uh, Garrett and Steven right in here. Yeah, and then at game time, the one guest we have locked down is Troy Aikman at 515. Oh, nice. So that'll be fun. All right, so uh, the Troy Aikman this afternoon at 515. That is game time with Tom, with uh, Stretch, and with Garrett. Still here. Garrett is still here (laughs) (laughs) for the three to six hour today. All right, we appreciate Coach Paul Jobson being on with us. Uh, And, again, he will be one of our guests. He and Coach Dave Aranda on the Baylor Coaches Show tomorrow night at 6. And, again, that will – we won't be at Rudy's this week, radio only for the Coaches Show tomorrow night. You can hear it here on ESPN Central Texas. Tomorrow morning in the 9 a.m. hour, if the Lord tarries, we will have uh, John Walters on with us. John, the voice of the Iowa State Cyclones. Great guy. Does a great job representing Iowa State. And we'll visit with him about the Baylor-Iowa State matchup coming up on Saturday. Garrett, have a great day. Be safe. You too, Jamie. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks to everyone for being with us today. Stay tuned. Off the Bench with Stephen and Garrett up next 
on ESPN Central Texas.